for the adventurous, for the backbone of America, for those who rise early and rest not, for the weary traveler. Welcome to the Squatch Grist Trucking Podcast. Whether you're just starting or a seasoned vet, join us on this adventure. We're journeying into the heart of trucking, where legends are born and the asphalt stretches into the unknown. This is where bravery and freedom collide, where truckers aren't just truckers, but explorers of the vast untamed highways. So strap in and buckle up because you're about to get squatched. Right, like the supply chain was in demand, trucking boom, the transportation industry boomed. Then after that, we've seen a lull. It kind of, you know, hit a dip right there, right after, and even into now a little bit. And so, um, but there are still a lot of projections of growth. And so I have some data here I want to read to you, um, just some statistics of what they say the growth is going to be like. Um, so there's 13 million trucks registered in the U.S. and 2.9 million of which are semi-trucks. And in 2022, the trucking industry did $940.8 billion in gross freight ev- revenue. 1.86 million companies operate a semi-truck, straight truck, or other hazmat truck. There are 3.5 million truck drivers in the U.S., and this figure includes both employee and self-employed drivers of semi-trucks and other truck types. There are 587,000 self-employed truck drivers, commonly referred to as owner-operators. Roughly 16% of all truck drivers are owner-operators. And in 2022, that $940.8 billion of that gross freight revenue that we talked about, it made up 80.7% of the transportation industry. Um, and so I'm going to actually post a picture here as well about some statistics about um, the average marginal cost for different size companies for the rate per mile, right? And so it's got like small carriers and then large carriers, and then it's got broken down by like fuel costs and repair and all that stuff. So I'll have that picture here. Um, But the trucking industry saw major growth during the COVID-19 pandemic, but the projection um, between now and 2050 is projected, it's the trucking industry is projected to nearly double between now and um, 2050. So there's a ton of opportunity there, guys, ton of opportunity for growth. Um, and so let's, you know, today's video is going to kind of be in the subject matter of like, let's make sure we're prepared for that. Let's make sure that we're ready to grow as the industry grows as well. And you can capitalize on some of that stuff. But our first segment today is going to be overlaying the foundation And so in this segment, we're just going to kind of go over laying the foundation of your processes, your procedures, your finances, making sure everything is in order and ready to go so you can start to scale and scale efficiently, scale the right way. Um, Because, you know, setting that good foundation is going to make sure that as you begin to grow right now, you may only have one or two or three units, but as you begin to scale, um, maybe into 10 or 15 units, um, then at that point you'll have everything ready, right? The foundation is there. You don't necessarily have to add anything to that. Um, you know, and, it, and it's ready to rock and roll. Right. And so that's what we're going to go over in this segment. First thing, let's, let's talk about finances. Um, so you're obviously going to have to have adequate funding to fund this, um, to fund the scaling. And so whether that's with a loan or whether that's, you know, whatever it is, if it's a line of credit um, or a loan, you're going to have to prepare for that. You're going to have to plan 
the you know the, the foundation of your finances. Make sure that you have the right budgets in place. Make sure you have enough money, right? The contract values that you have now, um, you know, those budgets that you have set for that stuff. You have to make sure that everything is planned accordingly before you begin to scale on the financial side, and and that goes for your cash flow, all of that stuff. And so you're gonna have to plan and make sure that your cash flow is adequate enough to hire another driver or hire an additional truck that's going to incur additional expenses like insurance and fuel and all those things. And so that's, uh, you know, you got to set that baseline for your financial prep. Another thing on the finance side is you have to be able to track your money. You have to know where your money's coming from and where your money is going. And you can do that with technology. There's a lot of tools out there that you can use, uh, you know, to make sure that that you are tracking your money and where it's going and how it's getting there, all those things. But you have to be able to track that data and see where the money is coming in and where it's going out. Another tip on uh, the finance side is managing your overhead costs. So that can be uh, the the place that you lease the, or rent or whatever, the, a lot that you may have to park trucks, um, you know, your electric bill, your water bill, uh, an office, you know, office pay, that type of thing. If, if somebody can work remote and you don't have to have a, a, a brick and mortar office, that can save you some money and offset some costs there. And so being able to control those overhead costs is such a huge aspect in managing the cash flow of things, um, you know, and, and setting that foundation financially, right? You want to start setting the foundation of your overhead expenses now, right? You want to make sure that you have all of that in check as you begin to build this foundation and scale off of that. So another thing when you're building this foundation to be able to scale your company is you want to focus on retaining good drivers. And so in that process, you need to also implement hiring processes, good hiring processes to find good quality candidates. But once you get them, how are you going to keep them? What benefits them to stay with your company? And so starting this stuff now, instead of when you're scaling and making mistakes and having to, to redo stuff and all of that, set the foundation now for your hiring processes, for your operational processes and the things that you have in place to keep good drivers. If you start that now, instead of when you begin into scale, then at that point, when you start to grow, um, you know, you have those things in place and, you know, it's not a, it's not chaos as you begin to grow. You have good hiring practices, you have good drivers and, you know, focusing on retaining good talent is such a key aspect on scaling your business. Key talent will take you further than you yourself can take you. Um, and that is a key thing to think about when you're wanting to scale is putting the right people in the right places at the right time. And so when you start to do that, you can mesh all of this stuff together and build off of this foundation that you, you've already built right? Maybe you did it when you were three or four or five units, but you've built a really, really good foundation that now you can start to build off of that. And it's still stable because of the foundation that you've built. So the last segment on building your foundation is fine tune your processes. Make sure the processes, the operational processes that you have, you have those fine tuned. You want to iron those details out. If it's a hiring process, if it's a, a maintenance process or your maintenance routines, um, if it's a DOT inspection process, if whatever it is, however you manage invoices, however you manage payroll, however, however you do all of your day to day stuff, you want to be able to fine tune those things so that you have a good foundation to build off of that. That is the key in this segment is we're building a foundation, right? We're building a solid foundation for our entire company, the processes, the hiring, all of that stuff. We're going to build a good process so that we can begin to put blocks on top of it and build off of that and scale.
And and that kind of segues into our next segment, which is our operational procedures, right? We're going to go through some operational stuff, um, you know, some some things that you should have, whether it's technology, that type of stuff. But we're going to go through in this segment, we're going to go through uh, just fine tuning your operationals. We're going to deep dive into each kind of segment. And the first thing we're going to talk about is your transportation management system. And so what you need to do is you need to get a transportation, a TMS, transportation management system. And what that can do is that can help you track all of this data that we're going to talk about, whether it's accounting, whether it's managing the people, the HR side of things, or whether it's payroll or tracking drivers and tracking units and tracking trailers and keeping track of VIN numbers and all of that stuff that we need to keep track of, your insurance, your compliance stuff, and you know all, all of those things. Um, you know that can all integrate into your your transportation management system where you can track everything out of one central location. And as you begin to scale and you hire other people and you have an office manager and you have an HR person and you have someone to run payroll, you need a system that everybody can be in the same, in the same system. Um, and what that will allow you to do is that will allow you to scale efficiently. Uh, if you don't have everything connected together as you begin to grow, what you're going to run into is you will find a lot of hurdles on just tracking stuff down. You're going to waste a lot of time on, and your employees will waste a lot of time on just tracking stuff. They got to go find this invoice, or they've got to go find this file or whatever it may be, um, because it's not all in one place. If you can, if you can get you some, some technology and implement it, and it's all in one place that can make your operations and your day to day run very, very, very smooth. All right. The next thing in our operations segment is implement a maintenance plan. Um, if you're going to scale your fleet, you're going to have to have a plan of some sort to maintain it, right? And, you know, preventative maintenance obviously is better than having to replace stuff. And so having those maintenance plans in place, whether that's, you know, uh, once a week or every other week, whatever it is, but do that, you know, and make sure that uh, you have that plan in place and you're having routine maintenance on your trucks and your trailers. So back on the transportation management system, there's a few things that you really want to be able to track the data of. And, uh, you know, whether it's your profit per driver or profit per truck, um, you're going to be able to track that. Your profit per truck, your profit per driver, your invoices, all the accounting stuff, bills to pay, payables, anything like that. Um, you want to you want to track all of these things in that transportation management system uh, and, and even the HR side of stuff too, but usually that is a separate system. But at minimum, you want to be able to track the data from your drivers, your cost per driver, your profit per driver and truck, that type of thing, your invoices, the accounting part of it, and, you know, and a couple other things. But you want to keep all of that and you want to be able to find and mine that data at a later time so you can begin to make educated decisions on what your next move can be. But you can't make those educated decisions efficiently if you don't have that data compiled in one place. All right, guys, segment three is going to be growth strategy. So how can how can I grow my company? What's the best way to do that? How can I market my company? Um one thing you can do is you can pick up the phone and make some cold calls. You can dial and you can say, hey, I would love to partner with your company and this is what we can do. Those types of things. Have your business plan in place and and be able to, you know, give them a professional you know resume for yourself as an owner. Um, but, you know, cold call, dial these people. Um, that's a good way to get your foot in the door with some companies that maybe you wouldn't have otherwise got a foot in. Right. And, and you don't know until you dial. And so dial them, call them and, and ask. You know, you got to ask for that partnership, ask for that load, ask for, you know, that contract, whatever. And you won't ever get an opportunity if you don't ask. But that's that's one thing that you can do to market your company. Second thing is have a really good reputation, be dependable 
show up on time, uh, you know, be ethical, those types of things, have a good reputation among brokers and, uh, and amongst, you know, uh, shippers and things like that. And as word begins to spread, like, hey, I can depend on Dave. He's going to show up on time and he's going to haul and he's going to be careful with my load. He does things the right way. And as you begin to build that reputation, what you'll find is you'll find some more granite, organic growth from referrals. People will refer you like, oh, hey, call Dave. You know, he's, he's going to be really good. Um, you know, and he's going to show up on time and I, and I can, you know, I can refer him to you because I can trust what he's going to do as a company owner and as a driver. And so as you begin to build that reputation, you'll also get some organic, uh, you know, some organic contracts and stuff like that. But but dial the phone, um, dial, you know, get on the phone, make some phone calls, keep a good reputation, be dependable, be ethical, um, do things the right way, haul loads the right way, keep good insurance, that type of stuff um, you want to take and ca- you want to take care of and you want to baby those relationships because um, that's. That's what's putting food on your table and that's what's helping you to grow your company. So take care of your relationships as you're wanting to grow, as you're wanting to scale your company, take care of the current relationships that you have. Now, there will be some later on that you'll say, this isn't very profitable and I need to get rid of this contract. But for right now, it's probably one that you need to hold on to and it's one that you need to take care of in a really, really good way um, because, you know, these shippers and brokers, they talk and, and you know, like, hey, I can depend on X company um, to show up on time and they they have the means to get my load where it needs to be. Um, but creating a good reputation for yourself can go a long ways when you're trying to grow and scale your company. Okay, our next step on uh, on growth strategies is going to be the financial side. Um, so you have to be able to know what it's going to cost to grow. You have to be able to mine that number from somewhere, wherever you're getting it. Um, whether it's you know you've done some research on your contracts that you have now, you know how much capacity it has, or you have a contract that you're wanting to get and you know what it's going to take to get that contract. Um, so you want to scale based off of, uh, of what you can make if you begin to scale. If I have five trucks, I know I can make X amount. Well, is it worth it? Is the money there with five trucks? And so those are just some of the financial plans that you need you need to make, right? You need to plan for those things and you need to make sure that if you start to scale, not only do you have a means to feed your company and the drivers that are driving for you, but is the, is the contract big enough? Is it able to sustain five trucks? Am I going to have to go find, you know, every little load here and there to make it work for five trucks? Um, you want to have some processes in place where you're not just running from here to kingdom come trying to keep everything afloat, right? You want to have maybe some good contracts or at least contracts in progress as you begin to scale. That way you have steady loads for your drivers. You know somewhat consistent money is coming in because you have some dedicated lanes with some contracts. That's the ideal setup as you begin to scale. And that's why making those cold calls and having a good reputation for your trucking company is such a crucial thing because as you begin to grow, they may have heard something bad about you from another broker or another shipper. And so you want to make sure you keep a good reputation. That way, when you go to someone for a contract um, and you're doing this research to be able to scale and get your numbers all compiled, um, that they've heard about you in a good way. All right, guys, uh, number three on our growth strategies is you're going to have to think about the insurance stuff and you're going to think about the regulation stuff. Nobody likes it. I understand. But um, as you begin to grow, your insurance is going to get higher. Um, As you add more drivers and you add trucks and you add trailers, your insurance is also going to grow with you. (laughs) And so uh, it's important that you know what that's going to cost before you make any moves. Just like you need a financial plan on the front end, right? You need to make those budgets, that insurance and the regulatory stuff needs to be included in that budget. Okay. Call your agent and say, Hey, I'm I'm thinking about adding two trucks and two drivers. 
um, give them a, mo- a mock truck. It doesn't really matter. Um, as long as it's kind of around the same year making model and same value, that type of thing. Now, drivers can fluctuate, right? MVRs can be different. Tickets can be different. So that's something to think about as you're quoting your insurance as you begin to grow. But um, that is, that's going to be a huge piece. Insurance is a, is a very expensive cost for your trucking company. And so that's going to be a, a really big piece as you begin to grow to think about um, because it can be used as a tool. Um, I, I know – it's kind of a, the bane of, of our existence, you know, and your existence as a trucker. I get that. But um, it's a necessary evil and we have it. But let's use it as a tool instead of just a piece of paper. Right. Um, let's make it work for us in ways that we can. And so the way we can do that is, you know, we can make sure that we're, we're finding good drivers. We're keeping our DOT inspections clean, that type of stuff. Um, and it's there when we need it. Right. But it's not costing us an arm and a leg. But budget accordingly to that and and play it smart on your insurance because that cost can get out of control really, really fast. And I have seen the insurance side of things literally put people out of business because they didn't maintain their DOT scores or they had some bad inspections and and didn't take care of that. And so that's that you have to you have to keep that in mind. That's an important aspect. Okay, our last topic here on growth strategies is risk management. As you begin to grow, your risk is going to grow as well. Not only just for accidents or, you know, anything like that. I'm talking about your company as a whole is going to be open to a lot more risk. And that's financial risk. That's um, lawsuit risk. That's people, you know, whatever, right? So it just opens up your company to a lot more risk the bigger you get. And so you have to put some mitigation in place. Um, And that includes accidents as well. But put some, you know, create a culture of safety. And, and we have an episode on on uh, safety culture and that type of stuff within a trucking company. I think it's episode two or three, but we'll link it uh, here above. But anyways, so you have to make sure that you're putting that risk mitigation in place right now. Um, that way, when you begin to grow all these processes and, and all the, you know, the stuff that you have in place, you make sure that that it's there, right? Um, like, hey, we don't do such and such because this has been my experience and I know it's going to cost me money if this happens. And so those are just things to think about. Um, uh, what, what will cost you money? What could be a detriment to your bottom line? Um, that's kind of the way you have to think about things as you begin to scale because things can get out of control very, very quickly. Uh, because as you're scaling, things are moving super, super fast. And so you have to mitigate that risk in some ways. And, and whether that's financial or whether that's creating a culture of safety for your driver so there's less accidents, um, whether that's like the HR stuff, that way you don't get a lawsuit for you know, employment practices or something like that. Um, you're just putting all these barriers in place to protect you and to protect your company. Um, so think about the risk side of things, not, and I'm not just talking from an insurance side or a rec side or anything like that, but as a company as a whole, how can you protect your company better from financial turmoil? That's the mindset that you kind of have to have as you begin to scale. That way you can do it profitably and efficiently and you don't make a bunch of costly mistakes. All right, guys, our last segment is stay competitive. And so in this segment, we're going to talk about, you know, as as the industry grows and technology changes, how can we stay on the cutting edge of this? How can we stay on the cutting edge of technology? How can we be ready for all the changes that are going to happen and, and the things that are going to take place? How can we make sure that we're ready for the future of our company as I begin to scale? Um, And so number one thing that you can do is you can invest in technology. It's 2024. That is what it is. Technology is the thing that is, it is driving the future right now. And so that is the wave that we're on. Right. And so as you begin to scale, 
you've got you've got to ride that wave. You have to if you're going to stay on the cutting edge of things and you're going to lead the pack as you begin to grow and you want to be the best that there is. Um, then that is something that you have to do. You have to stay on the tech side. You have to implement good technology for your fleet, for your drivers to track money, to track your accounting, to track your trucks, to track your profit. All of those things can be done by technology. And number one, it it, it saves you money. It saves you from having to hire another employee to manage this part of your business because you can't do it all. It's impossible, right? And so if you can implement some technology that will help you along the way, um, and I can help you scale rapidly because that's that's another employee. I don't have to track that invoice because my, my transportation management system does it for me. I don't have to track where my truck is or my profit per mile. I don't have to do that manually because my computer or my system does that for me. And so having those things in place Number one, well, it can do a few things, right? So number one, it can mine the data that you have, compile it all in one place, and you can mine that data and make really, really powerful decisions based off of the data that you have right now. And so I, like, I can't. I can't explain enough or how important it is rather um, to be able to track your data. As you begin to scale, that's going to be one of the biggest things that you will find. And, and really that's in any business. It's not just trucking. That's in any business. But being able to track the data uh, where everything's going, where everything's coming from, all of that stuff, being able to compile that and make powerful decisions off of, of, of those things. And you can scale your business in a really, really good way Is it, if you have the right data. If you're able to see the data and make educated decisions based off of that, Man, I, I'm like you can scale your business really, really, really good, um, but you but you have to be able to find the data, right? Uh, and that can be a very powerful tool, and it can take you a long ways, but you, you have to be able to track it. Um, and so that's whenever you're scaling your business in the back of your mind when you make decisions, you need to be able to think, how can I track this data to make it better? If you can do that, um, man, you can you can go a long ways. And, and, and scale your business really, really well. All right, next topic in our segment of staying competitive is always be learning. Stay ahead of the curve, whether it's regulations or laws or whatever, but always be learning about what's next. Um, that it, you know, there have been times in my business where I was I was reading an article and I was able to make a decision based off of an article I read or maybe put something in place because of an article I read or a blog post I seen or a YouTube video. So be, always be learning. Right. You want to always be learning something about your industry or about running a business and, and how to find employees. Just that's just type of stuff. Right. If you're an entrepreneur, um, that's just kind of something that you're drawn to is, is to be better every single day. And so um, as you as you're doing that, better yourself, better your company and think about how can I make better decisions, um, but always be learning about how you can be better. All right. Our next topic in this segment, stay competitive, is uh, be agile. You have to keep your company able to move quickly. You may, especially as you're starting to scale, you have to be able to make fast decisions, right? You have to be able to move quickly and keep your business agile um, because you're going to try something and you're going to test something and it's not going to work. And you got to say, oh crap, I, I got to do something different. Um, and then you have to pivot really quickly and you've got to pivot the whole company. It's not just you anymore. You have to pivot everything. And so um, how can you keep your company agile? How can you keep that moving where you can move stuff if you need to. Um, that's just something to think about uh, as you begin to scale is to be able to move quickly and rapidly and efficiently, right? You don't want it to be just super 
chaotic, right? Um, so have some processes in place and, and, and stuff like that. Implement some things that when you do need to make a change, it can be done orderly. Um, and everybody's on the same page and whether, whether that's done through a system or, you know, it has to be good communication. We all know that, but, um, whatever it is that you're using to run your business, make sure that it's able to adapt with you as well as you begin to scale. Make sure you're not outgrowing your system too fast or your system doesn't have enough capability to manage your day-to-day that if you need to make a change, now you have to do a whole different you know, segment or whatever. But uh, my point is you have to keep your business agile to be able to make fast decisions and do it do it right. And so, um, that can help you scale your business in a really powerful way too. If you're able to move and pivot, you know, away from something and into something a little better, and you can do that quickly before anybody else can, that can open up some really good opportunities for you. Um, but that, that was, that's our, that's our last topic in this segment. Um, so our next episode, episode eight, is going to be on the down low of DOT inspections. And so, uh, that'll come out, you know, next Friday. Uh, so stay tuned for that one. Uh, we'd love to hear from you, some feedback. If you like this video, please follow, subscribe to us. Um, but I'll, uh, I'll link some links in the, I'll link some links below <laughs> email address. It's our website, uh, that type of thing. We actually just built a new website or got a new website built for Squatchers Chucking Podcast. And so you can go there. There's a su- suggestion form, all kinds of stuff that you can fill out there. See our old episodes. Um, But guys, we thank you for tuning in. Uh, We'll catch you next episode, episode eight. And uh, we appreciate you. Thanks, guys. 